Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Watch podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Carolyn. That's me. And today, we're continuing our four-year consideration series with Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, a very happy movie about a joyful subject that Carolyn is going to explain to us in great detail. Yes. um, A pair of teenage girls in rural Pennsylvania travel to New York City to seek out medical help after an unintended pregnancy. So the joyful topic is abortion. Yes. Um, now, me not knowing much about the process of abortion, mm-hmm. because I am a man, and all that stuff confuses me. I don't <laughs> understand. Same thing with like the they go to like the OB GYN or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say it's kind of like that. And I was like, well, at least the character also doesn't understand. Cause when they said that for me, I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> literally I have no idea what happens in there. Um, and then they don't explain it. They don't explain anything in this movie. No, which I appreciate because the character doesn't know. Well, exactly. And it's like, but even they, they never explain the thought processes or anything like where she's going, like when she's going to the clinic. They don't tell you that. You don't know why they're going to New York City. You don't know oh, why no, she's... Know. Well, like, you know, but, like, they kind of just get on a bus. Um, but no, you don't know... they explicitly say... Oh, do they? Uh, well, it's... The scene is, is that she's with that... The woman that... Her first doctor that she's going to. Yeah. Um, and then she, the woman, the doctor is like, are you thinking of the abortion path and um and then she shows her that horrible video yeah and the main character is like is that an option Mm -hmm. um and then we see her googling abortion law and like where to get it and then the next thing is they're going and then it's like they're getting money to go on a bus and i was like okay well that's obviously what she's doing they don't explicitly say it but it is pretty yeah well that's the thing is like they don't feel the need to over explain anything because they never tell us like who got her pregnant, how she got pregnant, like that sort of thing. It's not like we see her wistfully looking at a guy every five minutes. When her cousin figures out she's pregnant, there's never a whole, by the way, I'm pregnant scene. Her cousin just figures it out. So yeah, this movie never really over explains anything, which is actually really nice. I actually really liked that. Um, mm-hmm. they, and there's like real no, there's no real real male character in this. Like there are, but there's no good male character. And like, well, not good as in, like, quality, good as in, like, a good person. <laughs> that's the thing. All the adult males suck. I don't know if I would have preferred that they... No, I like what they did with them. But I don't know if I would have preferred that they just don't exist, you know? Because it's, like, her dad was clearly, like, a bit of a drunk, and, you know, he was calling the dog a slut and stuff. I mean, you know what? No, I guess I, guess I did appreciate it. It's just they all seemed... There's also not a lot of other female characters in this movie, right? And it just felt like they showed each of the male characters for, like, a particular reason. Like, the dad is, like, you know, the patriarchy, calling women sluts. And the boss is, like, the who's, like, oh, I'd get lonely if you left to the um, the cousin or whatever. Ugh. Ugh. I know. He's, like, the creepy, the creepy boss that thinks it's okay to say those things. There's the customer that is, like, an old man that's, like, inviting um, the, the kid to go partying, that sort of thing. It's, like, all the adult males suck. And the movie very much was like males suck. Yeah, well, and from what we you find out through the movie, I though I like the dad one, even mm-hmm. though he is a terrible father. But it shows why she wouldn't open up to her family. Yeah, because of like his interaction, like he's only in like two scenes, right? But like yeah. his rea- interactions there, are, like that guy would 
like beat the shit out of her probably or like kick her out of the house. So yeah. Of course she's not going to because yeah. it's like looming violence is there. And then the boss one, uh, that guy's gross. But then you get it, it's like it all is like they're like a looming threat. Um, yeah surrounding this movie and i was always worried that something terrible was going to happen to the two girls well it also shows why it shows why they can never be honest with anyone like with the boss like if it were a less creepy horrible boss you could just be like yo dude for real i need to take her home and the boss would be like yeah okay sorry you know but like you can see that you can never ask adults for help you can never be honest with them yeah and it not only with just the male characters it is with every male character in this in Mm -hmm. this movie that is like a real like a real named person Mm -hmm. um not just a stranger but even with her first doctor like she is a little open with her Mm -hmm. to begin with and then once we find out more of that doctor's views and -hmm. values she like shuts down completely well that's the thing because it seemed like a nice a nice clinic (laughs) until that horrible abortion video yeah and like they were kind and caring for her and treated Mm -hmm. her nicely and didn't judge her Mm -hmm. but then they were still imposing their viewpoint on her Mm -hmm. and it was like oh this is kind of (laughs) gross this poor girl it's horrible because she gets shown that abortion video and is basically told that it's not an option but for her that is the only option right and then in the scene after that she's like punching her stomach to try to self-abort which is like yeah it's horrible but it's like it shows the importance of like providing kids with all of their options or they'll do something really dangerous like it's the same thing as preaching only abstinence it doesn't work kids are still gonna have sex but they're just gonna have unsafe sex because they don't know how to have safe sex you can't just not talk about a subject and not offer it as an option and expect that people won't take that option in harmful ways yeah it's like this movie is a critique on the education system Mm -hmm. and obviously a critique on um women's right like the of the lack of women's right to choose Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I really love this movie. I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot believe this is uh, Sydney Flanagan who plays Autumn, who's the lead, the lead. This is like her first acting role and she's (laughs) unbelievably good. Well, and the whole movie is just two kids basically like. Yeah. And it relies so much on their faces close up and, Mm -hmm not saying stuff well the emotional peak of the movie for me is when she is sitting and talking to the counselor at Planned Parenthood in New York and we see the counselor a bit at the beginning uh, but then we just see her face and she's just answering the questions and that's where the title comes into play the multiple choice of never rarely sometimes or always and Mm. the person is speaking to her in a very like matter-of-fact way like not putting too much of their own emotion into the situation but that said in a very kind way But it's a really interesting scene because it's the most emotionally impactful. But she's answering in like one word answers. And the questions are asked very unemotionally. Um, And it's, yeah, it's it's very powerful. It's incredibly powerful. And it's, we get a ton of background on Mm -hmm. her life and what led her to this point just by like these one word answers she's doing because of the, the rest of what she's doing. And it made me wonder if that, the person asking the questions was like a real counselor. Yeah, because it did feel like the perfect balance of caring without judgment, without putting their own like there's no pity. You know what I mean? It was it was I hate to say because this is usually used in a bad way, but like clinical, but in a good way. 
you know? Yeah, it, it felt like somebody, she'd finally gotten to somebody who's, like, good at their job. Well, that's what I loved about the second Planned Parenthood. Like, the first one, they were really caring. They said all the right things and whatever until they didn't. But in the second one, there's the financial advisor who's there to literally just – they don't care about your situation. They're just there to help you financially. Then there's the counselor. It's not a doctor that you're seeing. It's a counselor. So they're already acknowledging that there are emotional impacts to this beyond just the physical situation, right? Yeah. Of course, yeah. And that's amazing. And that counselor can be in your procedures with you and that sort of thing. It's like there, it shows that this the mental toll of not just abortion but like any of these decisions is very heavy. And it's all women. Mm-hmm. Like all of the doctors, all of the nurses, the counselor, the financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the other Planned Parenthood they went to, it was all women as well except for the security guards. Mm-hmm. Um and was like, well, of course, like that's it, they. Are, I honestly, I think those are the real buildings too. Mm-hmm. Like those are the real places. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just felt. I was like, this feels like that. There's like no way they made this set. <laughs> this has <laughs> to be a real one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even like the first one, it's like they are they are very like kind and caring for her and mm-hmm. being there until they like until you discover that it's uh, she's eighteen weeks along instead of ten. And yes, like, you realize they're a, not necessarily the best at their jobs. When I said the, are we getting confused on like because she's gone to she goes to three doctors, right? Yeah, true. Uh, and I I was speaking about how the people of the second the first oh, Planned yes. Parenthood in New York were kind and caring. To yes, her. absolutely. Even I though they mean, couldn't necessarily help her. Yeah, I yeah. got confused when you said it. They were nice to her until they weren't, and I was like, what? But they were always nice to her. And then no, I, no, no, no. Like, in the very yeah. first clinic. Yeah, I got confused. I'm sorry. Yes, but those even those people, it's like. Even when they're giving her that bad news, they're mm-hmm. just like, this is the way it is. Like, we're sorry, mm-hmm. but these people are really good and they will take good care of you and they will help you. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. the first doctor that she saw was very much as like, your options to have it. Yep. Um, but, you know, once you have it, you might not want to give it up. And I'm just like, woman, shut up. Stop pushing your point of view on this girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's kind of other than the parts where they're going to the doctor and or Sydney's or not Sydney. That's the actress's name. Where Autumn's going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. It is also about her and her cousin, friend, mm-hmm. cousin, cousin in New York, trying to stay awake and safe. <laughs> yeah. And that I was really stressed out for them, especially when they have to stay there for multiple days in a row. Yeah. And they're running out of money. And like the movie, I think did a really good, good job of showing that desperate people who are not helped have to make more desperate and dangerous decisions. Like, because they had to stay. She needed the procedure. She couldn't go home. But how are they going to stay? They had no money. Like, so they're they're put in a position where they have to make very dangerous and desperate decisions. Whereas if they were just helped in the first place, this wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, and they're, the only time they get uh, Autumn, it gets the anybody willing to help her because they're just trying to help her with mm-hmm. no ulterior motives is the second Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And... At that point, like you understand when they're like, "Do you have somewhere to say stay?" and she's like, "She doesn't want to mm-hmm. say." And also, it's like then she's a stranger, and that's like that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was also very stressed when they were like around New York. I was like, "Please, nothing bad happen. I don't mm-hmm. want this in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen." And bad stuff does happen, mm-hmm. but it is not what it's not as bad as what I was expecting, considering. Yes the when your thoughts go to like new york's a huge city with lots of people and yeah. they are vulnerable young women yeah uh and i was like oh god 
Um, but then, yeah, everything, like it felt very natural and that their safe places are a are like an all-night arcade mm-hmm. and then a place where you can buy carbs. Yeah. Which I was like, yep, that would be my safe place too. Yep. <laughs> Just give me this delicious bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there, I guess the other main, like her, I also think the, the actress who plays her cousin is mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate how there is never a conversation around why she is pregnant, how she is pregnant, or the fact that she is pregnant. It is very much just accepted, and this is what she wants to do, so I'm going to help you and support you. Well, yeah, she's sitting there, like, yeah. And, and the thing is, that cousin has to make a hell of a lot of sacrifices for something that is, like, realistically not her problem, you know? No. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate that she does it kind of without question, and that and the 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 pregnant cousin never asks her to do them. Um, you know, she does them willingly and everything like that because they're yeah. they're in it together kind of thing. It's both of their problems. And, and I appreciate that they, they also fight. like, yeah, they get annoyed with each other, which makes sense because you would because this is a very tense situation. And I appreciated that. It wasn't like it wasn't like Autumn was just sitting there being like, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, it's like and the, and the the other cousin was not sitting there being like, look at all the sacrifices I've made for you, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It would have that would have not fit at all with what the rest of this film mm-hmm. is, and I I I appreciate they showed us the scene of them having a little fight. It's not a big fight, mm-hmm. but they're just tired and they haven't slept in two days. Yeah, and it was uh, supposed to be like a one day trip has turned into three, mm-hmm. and they have not. Uh, they're both minors mm-hmm. as well, so they haven't told their parents where they're going. Although mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem like uh, the parents care. Yeah, at some point. With with Autumn, we don't know with Skylar. Yeah, yeah, we don't know with her, but yeah, I I I I really appreciate the scene where there's like the frustration, and then it's like they just like separate for like a couple hours, I guess, and then mm-hmm. they find each other, and it's totally fine, and everything's cool because they only have each other, so of course, like it's natural that they're going to have a little argument, and then they kind of have to do some like in order to. And this is the part of a movie I'm just like, I'm kind of, I don't know how to feel about. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's excellent, but this is the part that I don't, I don't know. Is that they, there's a boy on the bus, boy, man, a man on the bus. Yeah, everything man. about him felt like bad news. And he, is, they, he immediately shows up and I'm like, well, this guy seems like he's going to talk to them and a little mm-hmm. creepy. Mm-hmm. And then he does and he gives them the number and blah, blah, blah. But then they end up needing to like he's the only option for them to get money mm-hmm. um, and they know what he wants, mm-hmm. which is Skylar. Mm-hmm. And then when he shows up and they kind of like hang out with him for a bit and he like, they, I mean, hanging out with that person because they have no better option. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this necessary? I don't know. Well, yeah, the whole thing made me uncomfortable. And I think, I think you're sitting there. I think it was in there so that you're wondering what they're going to do because for a lot of that I was like they just want him for a place to stay um so I was like is Skylar going to sleep with him so they have a place to stay yeah I was yeah that's where I was too but I think that's the direction they want you to think it's going and then after a while I was like oh maybe they're just like they can't hang out anywhere overnight because you're not allowed to hang out anywhere overnight so maybe they're just using him to like buy them things like bowling and go to a restaurant and stuff so that they have somewhere to be overnight and then I was like okay that's a little bit more less terrifying but then I don't I don't feel good about it because it kind of felt like autumn pimped out her cousin a little bit at a point 
because yeah. he was like, okay, let's go to the ATM. Come with me. And Skylar was like, uh, no. And Autumn was like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no, she doesn't want to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I Yeah. I was kind of with that scene. I was like, what's, what's happening? I was like, do they, obviously they both know what he wants. Yeah. Um, but I think they're, and this may be just looking back on it to make it make sense for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think at that moment, both of them are like, are we really doing this? Mm-hmm. And the shrugs are kind of like, we don't really have another option. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then later she goes and finds her and doesn't break it up, but just supports her. Like, lets her know that she's there. Yeah, which which is sweet. But it's also one of those things where it's like, yo, she should have followed them from the get-go because her yeah, don't, cousin could yeah. have been kidnapped. Like. Yeah, that was yeah, that was where I was. I was like, maybe I always kept an eye on them because yeah. you don't know what he's gonna do when it's just the two of them alone. And yeah, and it's like you're lucky he just wanted to make out on a pole. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kid could have gone way worse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I that's the part where I don't really know how how to feel. Well, it also felt kind of false to me because like. I genuinely do believe that if these two girls called some weird guy, he would come to hang out with them on the off chance that he's going to get laid. But he spent <laughs> a lot of money on them all night, like bowling and things like that. Like bowling was $90, right? He spent a lot of money on them. And then they're like, okay, cool. Can we have money for a train? And then he gives it to them and is like, okay, bye. Text me. And then just leaves. And I'm like, this yeah. doesn't seem – it just didn't seem very believable. Same for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because – we're poors. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that guy had a lot of extra money, so he doesn't care about, or he's just like values being creepy with women over his money. Yeah. But like, I believe that someone would spend a whole bunch of money on the women because he's hitting on them. I don't believe yes. that once he hands it all over, he leaves. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I agree with that part. I definitely felt like he would have been like, I just bought you these tickets. Why don't you come with me? Mm-hmm. Um, or it felt like there was something cut out there that we mm-hmm. missed. Mm-hmm. I was like, did something worse happen and they just didn't show it to us? And now we're kind of supposed to assume something gross has happened. But I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I, I Yeah, that's li- like literally my only complaint of like from a structure point of view for the, with this movie. Yeah, I think that they didn't want to go super dark there, which I appreciate that they didn't because I really, really didn't want it to go there either. But it, it made like a weird plot hole. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree with all of that. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I don't want any of the bad stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't. Uh, but then everything else in this in this movie is, I think, excellent. Like I, I, I love it. That scene where she's with the, co- the counselor and mm-hmm. the financial advisor, I think, are both incredible. I think it's really interesting too, because like for a movie that basically just like walks you through how Planned Parenthood works, it's like far more fascinating and heavy than that. Um, and they really do do the emotional things, even though, yeah, that one scene, it's literally like four words over and over, basically. But I do find it so interesting that it takes us so long to get there. And we know that there's this pregnant teenager, but they don't tell us at all until that scene, maybe how she ended up there. And I don't know about you, but for me, I already had like a whole scenario in my head of how she ended up there. You know what I mean? And so we kind of make a judgment, not necessarily a negative one, but we do make a judgment or an assumption about this teenager and her circumstances. And then putting that situation where she's answering these questions, she's not telling us specifically, this guy did this and this guy did this, whatever. But like, we learn so much more about her and you realize that like, 
some of the thoughts that you had might be false, you know? Yeah, before the scene with the guidance with the counselor? Yeah, yeah, the that thoughts that I had you... before that were yeah. wrong. Um I yes, same. Um cuz in my head she was like I, I put it on her and she wasn't this, but I put it like, oh, she's an innocent teenager. And like, I was like, maybe a boy like she liked and he took advantage of her, whatever. And then you realize in this scene, it's like, no, 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 this is something that she's cool with. You know, it, this is not like her first time gone wrong or anything like that. It's like she's had six sexual partners. She's had all the types of sex. She's clearly not bothered by this. And no. and it tells you that we shouldn't be either, I guess, which is cool. And we learn this in all a very like, kind of emotionless way in a very judgment-free way, but it, it does kind of show that maybe we have, um, well, I won't put it on you. Maybe maybe I have some misguided judgments of how, how this would happen kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I do think it's not natural, but I definitely, as with you, when you find out that a 17-year-old is pregnant, mm-hmm. I was like, is it because they were made a dumb decision or were they like, was she persuaded into not using protection mm-hmm. by a boy? Um, and I was like, is that because they've not been taught in school how to practice safe sex? Or And I like- think that's what it boils down to because, yeah, she's, what, 17 or something? And she's had six sexual partners there and all types of sex. And some of it sounded not consensual. But also at the same time, I think probably not all of it was not consensual. Oh, definitely. Like, that's, I don't think, a question. I just think... Yeah, so it's one of those things that, yeah, I think it's, yeah, and it's lack of, lack of uh, sex education, you know? Yeah, and I don't, yeah, I think lack of sex education for her partner. I don't think there's lack of sex education for her, especially when you are in that conversation with the counselor and you're finding Mm -hmm. stuff out through those one words, is that she seems to be, like, very comfortable with the fact, and Mm -hmm. if she's had that many partners, Mm -hmm. um she probably knows how to practice safe sex and mm-hmm. kind of get that. But then as you discover there is that this was maybe not her choice, like was not her choice mm-hmm. in the moment. Like it was a- an assault mm-hmm. and you kind of, I-, I was kind of leaning there initially anyway, cause she throws that w- the water in that guy's face at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like, know that it was necessarily like, that's, that's what I like is that they did leave it up for, um, for grabs basically what it could be because um, yeah, I think in a situation like this where we're like, oh, no, poor pregnant teenager, for some reason it makes us feel better when it was not their choice. Um, yeah. I, and that's horrible, but I don't know. But what I appreciated that was like all the questions were not in this sexual encounter that got you pregnant. Was it this? Was it assault? Was it yeah, consensual? I was... It's like you still don't know. It just means that at some point she was she felt pressured into having sex. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's how this came about. And also the fact that yeah. 18 weeks or 10 weeks, both of them were plausible for the pregnancy means yeah. that there was other sex being had. And and that, again, that doesn't seem to be her problem. She's like fine with that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the sex is never the problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I, this movie is trying to break down your biases. It's like 100%. trying to expose them as you watch them. Yeah. Uh, or as you watch this film. And it just uh, shows that, like, it's it's all very complicated. Yeah. Like, and we don't know anybody's life. No. Because... And we don't need to. Her Basically, they were just asking her those questions. Not because it doesn't matter how she got pregnant in that particular situation. They just want to know about her sexual life and history and how... 
and, and the other obstacles that might be in her way. Like, is she safe? Is she protected? Not in terms of sex, but I mean, like, in her life, you know? What yeah, supports and, does she have? And is she, is this her choice? She's yes. not being pressured into making it. That's, like, what matters mm-hmm. to them, not mm-hmm. the pregnancy or yeah. how, like, how specifically it occurred. It is the surrounding influence. That they want to is... give her some ownership of her life and experience that maybe she wasn't always given. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't see if you watch this film how you cannot agree with well, obviously what the movie's saying with like it's a woman's right to choose and mm-hmm. everything and how like they also how like how bare bones those places are like mm-hmm. the Planned Parenthood like they're scraping by. Yeah. It's like how like how do you not have sympathy when you watch this film and they're discussing it's like obviously this has to be the way it is because it's the other way is of like ignoring or you know you're gonna have the baby and you give it up for adoption like ignoring like the damage that it will do for the rest of her life Mm -hmm. it's like because that first doctor does not think about her no she's thinking about the child but Mm -hmm. ignoring her is like she doesn't know what her home life is we do as the viewer do Mm -hmm. but it's like it's not safe for her Mm -hmm. so like great and all that that's your beliefs but you're being ignorant in that moment but i also really appreciated that even with the first clinic they didn't show like she was still treated with kindness it wasn't like oh no shame on you for getting pregnant and it also even when she was like considering abortion the lady just quietly showed her the video and was like no no we don't do that it wasn't like what why would you consider that it was more oh poor misguided soul you know yes which is really interesting because it it makes you understand a little bit more of where these people would be coming from and why people would go there because it was still she was still treated like respectfully and that sort of thing and it it, it's it is interesting it's not like such a black and white thing where it's like okay these people are the evil people and these people are the the good and helpful people you know yeah they both think they're doing the best thing yes even if like you're you think you're doing a good thing it Mm -hmm. could still be harmful yes exactly so i i really love this movie i think it's excellent um, you can tell I it was s- directed by a woman i have to say <laughs> <laughs> oh it is blindingly obvious it's been directed by a woman uh yeah. it's great direction for a movie that is like if when you're ex- if you explained it like shot by shot and like what happens you would be like that sounds very boring mm-hmm. it is not boring it is incredibly engaging and mm-hmm. uh the filmmaking is very subtle yeah uh and it's not sh- like it doesn't it's not showy it's not like being overly showy uh mm-hmm. and stuff and i have seen her a previous film of hers beach rats which is also excellent yes i've um, heard very good things about it it is it's a it's dealing with a other young issue it's dealing with another another movie about young people's issues surrounding sex but this time it's from a, a man's point of view mm-hmm. or the yeah and this one is obviously from a woman's but yeah it, it i watched this movie i was like within five minutes i was like this has been directed by a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like there is no way a man has done this nope <laughs> uh and she's like this movie is not going to get recognized for any awards Mm-mm. unfortunately or at least from the oscars i'm sure it will be huge at the it's an indie darling i would say the indie spirit awards i bet it will be up for everything as it mm-hmm. should be there it should also be up for a lot of the oscars but it won't be mm-hmm. it was nominated for a lot of other things um at uh a lot of other festivals but at uh, berlin it won the uh silver berlin bear um for the Gr- jerry grand prize and it was nominated for the golden bear which is like the best prize yeah it's 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 i i if if we were running the Oscars, if it was only Karen and I, Carolyn and I voting, 
um, <laughs> as it, as it, by the way, as it should be. Yes, of uh, course. <laughs> I feel like this would be up for director, screenplay, probably mm-hmm. acting for Autumn. Yes, and she's won a bunch of things at like critics awards and stuff like that um, for best like breakout star and things like that. She's so, for somebody who has never been in a movie before, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a composed and co- confident performance, and I'm just yeah. like the the casting. I'm like, how did they find her specifically, yeah. and like, how did you get the help her get this performance? Yeah, and also with the cousin, um, and the creepy man. Yes, oh God, are both he, they're both really good. Like even mm-hmm. that character sucks, but the actor is doing a good job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he's not a total slime ball that you're like, why would you even meet up with this guy? You know. No, there you you understand why he seems like a relatively harmless slime ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as gross as that is. Yeah. But yeah, I it will never get nominated on, for Oscars, and it's a shame mm-hmm. because you know how much how co- much better or cooler would it be if Eliza Hittman was nominated instead of Emerald Farrell? <laughs> we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> Any, we've already talked. We move on. Yep. <laughs> Where can people find you unless you have something else you want to say? No, I don't have anything else to say. Largely because I never, rarely, sometimes, always forget the title of this movie. (laughs) You can find me at carolindunk93 on Instagram and Twitter. And where can they find you, James? At James underscore Willix on Twitter and at James Willix on Instagram. And you can find this podcast on all things. And you can send us an email at letswatchpod at gmail.com. And Carolyn. Yes. Are OBGYN scary? Because yes. they made me feel like it was scary. <laughs> they're, they're a little bit scary. Well, largely because it's like, I don't know. You just don't want your bits hanging out for a stranger on a cold medical table. That's the exact opposite. I mean, that's the exact opposite situation of where you want your bits hanging out, you know? Well, yeah. Speak for yourself. You don't know. That might be what I like. No. It just seemed that uh, having no idea about any of that until I like watched this movie, I was like, that seems horrific. <laughs> I mean, like... it's not, but it's one of those things that, like, I think sometimes, I mean, OBGYNs, they do this for a living, so they know that it should be, that it's a bit of an uncomfortable situation. But I will say, the first time I went to a doctor who wasn't an OBGYN, who had to do some business down there, I felt, like, oh, extremely violated because it was just like, oh, wow, I didn't like that at all. And it just, you know, it's one of those things that's got to be handled with uh, care. Precious bits, as, you know? Yeah, as it should be. But mm-hmm. as I was watching this, I was like, since I I have not ever had a discussion with my family about any of this stuff, yep. and the only thing that has been really been surrounding is from the the male point of view of like when you hit forty, that you have to get your prostate checked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my guys, you've been complaining about that. This <laughs> seems way worse. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, really from the male point for the man's point of view, I was like that doesn't seem that bad, honestly. Yep. And I was like, and then they were like, Descri-. I was like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Every time they were like, uh, like telling her what they were gonna do, and I was like, uh. <laughs> I never love things more than when men decide to pay attention to what happens in a woman's life, and they're like, "What you do this every year, month, whatever they're discussing?" I find it very funny. The male existence is very comfortable. It's it was a wake up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, known about it before, I just didn't know the the details, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Mm, if there was a male point of view, if if the men had if the men had to do this, this would be way more discussed. Oh, hundred percent. Same with periods. <laughs> you would have the whole month off if you had a period. Okay, that's that's also very confusing to me. 